Hello, everyone, and welcome to the I Love Kid Min podcast, the place where you and your church take the next steps in your kids' ministry journey. We know you love Kid Min, and we want to give you the tools to succeed. Now, your hosts, Ryan Frank and Corey Jones. Hey, friends, it's Ryan Frank. Welcome back to the I Love Kid Min podcast, joined by my amazing co host, Corey Jones. We're at episode number 21. 21. Can you believe that, Corey? We're there. Think of the crazy stuff you did when you turned 21. That's huh? pretty boring. What? Oh, I, I was too. I was too. Well, hey, happy fall. Um, man, I cannot believe we are already in fall. Um, a time, Corey, when we talk a lot about events and outreach. And what's fall look like at your church, Corey? We do a yeah, fall nice. family frenzy. And so it's just a family in the church that has a giant farm, and we take it over and have hay rides, all that kind of fun stuff. That's cool. What about you? What do you guys do in the fall? I think our big thing in Kidman is trunk or treat. We were just—I was just talking to, yeah, one of the pastors at the church the other day. I think this is year eleven of trunk or treat, and it really has become a big thing in our small little town. So. It keeps growing year after year, and I think if we stop doing trunk or treat, um, we would probably have a mutiny on our hands because people, the people of the church love it, and then the people of the community, they really do a good job showing up. So we kind of expanded it over time where we've got our trunks, but then the inflatables and you know food and other stuff to occupy people's time. But I really do love fall. Fall's That's a great really cool. season. Okay, Corey, we have a um, sponsor for today's podcast. Should I jump into that? Yeah, let's see. see. Okay. So our sponsor for today's podcast episode number 21 is Harvest House. Now, Harvest House has a lot of cool resources, but the one that they've asked me to mention today is a book called Bible Infographics, Volume 1 and 2. So get on Amazon sometime or Google this. We all know what infographics are. They're a great way to learn information, share information. And what Harvest House has done is they've put together these two books with infographics to help teach kids some of the stories, some of the doctrines, some of the most more difficult things to understand about the Bible. And I have been really, really impressed um, with this product. Um, again, it's called... Harvest House Bible Info, Infographics. There's volume one and volume two. And if you just look at the cover, or you you can tell by looking at the cover, it's a really sharp product that draws kids in. So want to thank Harvest House for being the official sponsor of the I Love Kidmen podcast, episode 21. What are you thinking, right. Corey? I, I'm checking it out right now, and yeah. I learned – how many soccer balls it would take to fill Noah's Ark. No. So, Ryan, Ryan, how many soccer balls do you think it would take? <laughs> okay. I'm going to guess. Yep. I know it's a lot. I'm going to guess that you guess low. Ooh, 10 million. Oh, you guessed high. 7,455,506, according to their. That's got to be a lot. That's crazy. That's, That's a, a cool sponsor. Balls. This book excites me. I want to check it out. Are you one of these useless knowledge guys, Corey? I enjoy it, but there's no way I'd ever remember that. <laughs> no, no, but 
you know, there used to be a magazine. I don't know if they still publish it called Mental Floss. You ever pick up a copy of Mental Floss? I think they're on YouTube now. Are they on YouTube? I think so. Okay, that's cool. I used to subscribe to the magazine. Um, I'm look them up on YouTube. Mental Floss was just a magazine full of random, useless information for people that apparently had no life, like Corey and I. So there you go, friends. Get your copy of Bible Infographics from Harvest House, and you'll learn yourself some life-changing information, like how many soccer balls fit on Noah's Ark. Hey, this week in Favorite Things, I want to introduce you to Tellit Cards from CIY, Christ in Youth. Corey, have you ever seen these little Tellit Cards? I have. We did it last year at the conference, and my kids, my preteens, loved them. Did they? Tell, tell them all about it. So here's what they are. Okay, they're, I would say, business card size, but they're a little bit smaller. They come in a little package, and it's a tool to help kids— Share their faith, share their story. And so you open up this little package and it's got like six cards in here where on card number one says on the other side, write your name and age in the blanks. And then on card two, they're going to write an obstacle that they faced and may, maybe how, how it made them feel like maybe my grandma got cancer last year. My mom and dad got a divorce and my dad lost his job. Then card three, you write down how God showed up, like what did God do? Uh, it could be like, hey, then some friends came by and they did this or this. Then card four is the result. The kids literally write down how their life has changed because of how God showed up and helped them overcome this obstacle. Um, and then the fifth card is a proclaim card where they're just proclaiming, that's what God has done for me. And this is a great tool to get put in the hands of your preteens to remind them how simple it is to share their faith, tell their story, to remind other people what God has done for them. So they're called Tell It Cards, Tell It Cards, and they're available from Christ in Youth. I should know the website. It's probably ChristinYouth.com or CIY. Do you know, Corey? I don't know. I'm sure if it you You're search a free team guy. Up. Come on. I don't memorize web pages, though. Oh. I know they have an app. I was just looking at their app, and it's all updated for the new conference. Uh, I'm impressed. Cool. Okay. So that's my favorite thing for the day, Tell It Cards from Christ and Youth. You got one, Corey? Yeah. So I downloaded the new iOS uh, 13, and they included something new called Shortcuts. Brian, have you looked at the shortcuts yet? I have not. Is it a game changer? Uh, I think that it has some fun potential for some good streamlining. So for instance, um, I created one that's called morning. It will tell me my travel time to get to my first appointment. It will pop up with the first five calendar events. It will tell me what the weather is at my current location. And when I hit okay, it will start the Ryan Frank daily podcast. No. And so yeah, you can set it up with what you want it to do to start your day off. I, I thought yeah, it was that's cool. really cool. Um, I set one up for work as just a location-based reminders using the Reminders app and location so that I can just tap work and then say whatever it is I need to not forget about. Um, and then there's another one I created that I started using. It's a uh, keep me on task. And I click it, it'll pop up, what are you working on and how long? And so I'll say I'm working on the Ryan Frank podcast for the next 30 minutes. Uh -huh. And then it will 
start the timer. It'll add it to my calendar. It'll turn my phone on do not disturb for the length of time that I want. I also set mine up where it will text my wife because I don't want to go do not disturb and her not be able to get up with me and not know. So that will automate. It will also make a note in my uh, notes journal with uh, the hours logged kind of a thing. So it could just automate a lot of different processes within the app itself. Um, and it can pull in other apps and just, it, it's going to make some good uh, task management stuff for me. I'm looking forward cool. to playing with it. So Corey, in addition to being a um, useless knowledge junkie, you're also quite a geek on the side too, aren't you? You can admit uh, it. I like apps a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and you like systems and getting organized and being yeah. more uh, more of a high performer. So love it. All and right. My yeah. Pictures and videos channel in my uh, apps. I have 90 apps. So that would just tell you how many really apps I like to play with. Wow. 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 All right. It's iOS 13. Go download it. Go check it out. Those are our favorite things. Today, we'll be hearing from Matt Hogg. Matt is the co-founder and director of Remix Education. You can find him at remixeducation.com. Remix is the most exciting assembly for any learning experience. Remix Education partners with schools and churches to motivate, inspire, and teach kids through the use of high energy, and I mean high energy, and an interactive mascot assembly. Uh, they perform over 250 shows around the nation every year. Matt truly is an expert guide, so let's turn things over to him. Yeah, what's up, guys? Uh, like he said, my name is Matt, and I am so excited to just spend a little bit of time with you guys today and have this opportunity to, to really just remind myself of these things that I'm going to try to encourage you guys in. Three things I'm going to be talking about today are the power of the mind, the power of community, and the power of dreaming big. I know uh, as a, a traveling entertainer and, and for you guys just being in children's ministry, I think a lot of times it's easy for other people to be like, oh, man, you just you have this fun, this crazy job. But I know on the back end, there's a lot of tough things that we have to deal with. And, and sometimes the days are not full of fun and, and it's just a lot of hard work. And so uh, that's why I'm hoping that these these three topics will be an encouragement to you guys. And so um, let's, let's jump into the power of the mind. Man, I feel, I feel like there's nothing more important than keeping our mind in the right spot. Because as you guys know, our mind controls everything that we say. Our mind controls everything that we do with our actions, controls how we feel about ourselves and how we feel about other people. And if we're going to be our best for these kids, if we're going to be our best for these families and the people that we're trying to minister to, I think we've got to turn towards God work, God's word. And one of my favorite verses, guys, is in Philippians 4.8. It says, whatever's true, whatever's noble, whatever's right and lovely and admirable, if anything is excellent and praiseworthy, that we should think about those types of things. Because as you guys know, if we can focus on what's good and loving and true, then we're going to be able to fight against what the world tells us. And I feel like even, you know, just being real, as a 37-year-old father of four and a husband and, and business ministry uh, running those you know, sometimes life gets tough and, and I start to believe the lies of the world that I'm not good enough, that I don't have what it takes, that I'm not strong enough. And, and maybe for some of you all that are listening, some of those other things of, of you're, not, you're not pretty enough or, or you're not making enough money or 
you know, living in the right house or driving the right car. But so much of that, those are just lies that, that the devil is trying to just sneak into our mind and, and get us to, to be anxious, to get us to be insecure. But what God says is that we are beautiful, that you are beautiful and that you are strong and that he is proud of every single one of us and that he loves us and he is never going to leave us and he's never going to forsake us. And so if we continue to, to go back to his word on the daily and just get our mind in those, those right thoughts, it's, a, it's that transformation of the mind that's going to keep us encouraged and keep us being able to give our best to those kids and those families every single day. You know, um, in those times when, when my mind fails me, I think that's when it's so important that we we're able to, to rely on our community. Like that power of community, guys, honestly, is one of the most important things that that has been able to get me to where I am today. Um, the people that we surround ourselves with, they make an impact on our life and we make an impact on them. And for some of us, like we might be the only type of Jesus that those people ever get to experience. But but even more than that, I'm, I'm talking about, man, just to be honest, you know, four years ago, my wife and I, we we chose to get trained up in foster care and we eventually were able to adopt this little guy and bring him into our family. And, and we thought, man, this is it. We're, we're living out God's word where it says to go take care of the orphans and the widows. And, and that's what we're doing. We're bringing this little guy into our home. And, and we thought, you know, it, this is going to be easy. This is going to be great. But honestly, the last four years have been some of the, the hardest four years of our life. And there's no way that, that we could have gotten through all these, these struggles and all these hurts and pains without, the people that God has placed in our life. And I believe that same thing for you guys, that, that God has, has put people in your life. And, and my encouragement to, to you guys is that you would be willing to be real, that you would be willing to be vulnerable with the people that God has put in your life. Because so often we just go through our days and, and it's like, oh man, yeah, it's a great day. How you doing? Oh yeah, great day, great day. But on the inside, we're hurting. On the inside, we're broken. On the inside, we're just at our limits and we feel so weak and and even just uh again to be be real right here for a minute a couple weeks ago my wife and i we were just supposed to get up and and share the announcements in church but god had a different plan that morning and and when i got up to to share no words came out but just tears because my son who's who began life just addicted to drugs and and not having a, a family that that wanted him in the beginning it, it's just caused this hurt and it's caused this struggle and these this deep pain in him that that we're trying to continue to help him but he honestly he just cries a lot and he has these fits and and it's different than any of our other kids and in those moments I, I just I chose to open up about our life and open up about the kind of the things that are going on in in the in our home and that other people don't get to see. And it was this beautiful moment when, when I couldn't say anything, just the people in the church, they just stood up and, and they surrounded us and they started to pray for us and, and pray for my son. And, and since that day, guys, it's not like everything has been perfect, but there's been this, this weight that was lifted off my shoulders and this weight that was lifted off of my wife's shoulders as we allowed our community to come around us and to help carry some of those burdens. And just like for each of you guys, whether you're in a a small church with a 50 or, or a, a large church with thousands. I know that there's, there's hurts and there's pains and there's these things that, 
maybe God has even called you into. They're really good and really great things that you're trying to live out. But in the middle of that, you're going through some stuff. But God doesn't say that you have to deal with that on your own. I think he, he really does put people in our life that, that can help us because every single one of us, we're all different. We all have different gifts. We all have different talents, things that we love to do, but we also have things that we struggle with. And even just that, that simple of a, a, a encouragement to say, man, you know, if you're good at music, if you're good at art, if you're good at, at reading or, or even video games, like surround yourself with those different people so that as we start to struggle in different areas, the people that are, are good in those areas, they can speak that truth and that encouragement into us and help come around each other to become our best. Man, the last thing that I want to talk about is, is just the power of dreaming big. Guys, so often as I travel around to different schools and to different churches, I'm, just, I'm always meeting new people and, and trying to get a little bit below the surface to find out what's really going on in their life. And you would be so surprised about how often I, I ask some older, older adults, just like, man, what are you guys dreaming about? And the most common answer is I stopped dreaming a long time ago. Guys, and that breaks my heart because I believe that God can use us no matter if we're eight or if we're 88. He's continuing to work in our life, and he has these big dreams and these big, big plans for your life. And I love in Ephesians 3, 20 that, that God wants to do immeasurably more than all we could ever ask or imagine, but it's according to his power working in our life instead of just us trying to follow the plan that we had for our, ourselves. You know, and for me, like the, the story of Remix, it starts way back in, in college when I was just trying to figure out what God wanted to, to do in my life, how he was going to maybe give me something unique that I would be able to, to engage with other people and, and to try to make an impact. And, and whenever I was in college, I went to the University of Kentucky and I, I got to become one of the mascots there. And, and that was kind of the beginning of this wild and crazy ride of, of just learning this unique talent and this unique skill and, and being able to have a tool that could captivate people's attention. And, and once I had their attention, what was I going to do with it? And, and that took me a few years to figure that out. And, and I had some really neat opportunities that, that helped get me through school there at UK. And then I had the opportunity to go work for the Washington Wizards up in Washington, D.C. and become a full-time professional mascot. And, and it was all kinds of fun and, and super great. But even in the middle of that, I felt like that wasn't the end goal. And uh, after the first season, I was just in the gym practicing working on doing some of those trampoline dunks. And, and as you guys might know, that's a little bit dangerous. And this day I, I did something wrong and it ended up tearing my ACL. And uh, that started one of the most interesting years of my life because I didn't know what the future held for me. I didn't know if I was going to have my job whenever I got better. I didn't, I just didn't know. And, and that would have been really easy for me to get really depressed, to turn towards drugs, to turn towards alcohol, to, to just get in this, uh, go down this dark path. But instead, just like I've been talking about, I, I try to keep my mind in the right place. I had surrounded myself with some really great friends growing up, and, and my, my parents had always encouraged me to just to seek God first before anything that I had for myself. And so throughout that year, God started to give me this idea, this vision of how cool would it be if, if instead of just being a mascot for a professional team, how cool would it be if I created my own mascot character? And I mixed that with these super fun and engaging games so that the students and the, the teachers and the pastors and parents could be the stars of the show instead of just me. And the beautiful thing is that even though at the end of that year, I went back and I had a talk with my team, 
and they told me they were going with somebody else, instead of being devastated, instead of being broken, I was actually a little bit excited that this obstacle that, that God had put in my life, he was actually trying to get me into a better place to see his plan and his vision for my life instead of just the goal of me to, to work in, in the NBA for years and years. And guys, the cool thing is, is that 11 years ago, we started Remix. And since that day, we've, we've done over 2,500 programs. We've been in 28 different states and like eight different countries, being able to share the truth of God and, and being able to share just this message of hope in the public schools, whether it's talking about bullying or drugs or any of those simple things that kids struggle with. And the life that I live right now is so much better and so much more fulfilling than the life that I thought about living just working in the NBA. And I end with this story, not because I believe that you guys are going to go out and you're going to put on these crazy costumes and jump around and act goofy and silly. But I end with this story because I know that every single one of us, we're going to come into hardships. We're going to come into obstacles in our life. But maybe that obstacle isn't there as a way to, to bring you down and turn you down a path towards a lot of dark stuff. But maybe that's to get rid of something good because God has something greater on the other side. And so my, my hope and my encouragement, guys, is that you would continue to dream. You would continue to believe that God has placed you in these situations at these churches and in the communities that he has you for a reason and that that we are all made different. And even though you might have lots of other bigger or, or cooler churches in your, your area, God has you where he has you for a reason. And you believe that you can be different, believe that that God can can have this, can just use any of the gifts and the talents he's blessed you with to do immeasurably more than all you could ever ask or imagine. So go out today and just love one person or love 10 or love 20, or maybe you're going to love a thousand. But whatever you do, do it with all you've got. You guys have been awesome. I love it. Matt, that was pretty awesome. Very inspiring, <laughs> very encouraging. Love your energy. And man, I love what you said about taking time. It was all good, but really resonated with me taking time to dream. You're right. We get so busy that we don't dream. And I don't know. I kind of feel like in the church, we don't encourage dreaming maybe like we should. But, you know, we serve such a creative God. And man, we just really need to make sure we have margin and time in our life to dream and think and create and and pursue those crazy ideas that we get and put our whole heart into it. And Love, love that. Love your story, Matt. Thanks for what you do. Uh, Corey, what do you think? Uh, Matt, it reminded me of so many Old Testament characters, their hardship that they um, didn't just become bitter towards, but they allowed God's glory to shine through it. And so I appreciate you sharing that story of Remix. Um, I've seen it in action, but hearing the story behind it and yeah. seeing um, just how there's times when hardship comes my way that I need to be thinking, uh, man, it's not about me and a pity party for me, but how God can be glorified through it. So thank you so much for sharing that. Wow. I love it. Um, Matt, thanks for what you do to serve kids and families and churches and schools. And how do we, how does everybody stay connected with Remix? And if somebody's uh, interested in having you come to their community, what's that look like? Where do they go? Get more information. Yes, sir. Uh, definitely check out RemixEducation.com. They can feel free to call anytime. That's 859-420-4644. Another really cool thing we've started doing is uh, we have a YouTube channel 
you can just search for Remix Education there on YouTube. Or uh, we've even started throwing some stuff up on TikTok and Instagram. So you can follow us on there at Remix Jiggy, J-I-G-G-Y. And uh, we're just having all kinds of fun, trying to reach kids where they're at and get a little bit of truth into their lives. Hey, we'd love to hear from you in the I Love Kidman Facebook group. Um, what do you do to take make sure that you're dreaming and creating and, ch and chase pursuing those big ideas that God gives you? How have you seen God work in a big way because you have chose to trust him with that dream on your heart? Let's share some stories and encourage one another in the I Love Kidman Facebook group. Let's go search for episode number 21 and let us know on the post. All right, friends, Brian Frank, Corey Jones from our entire team. Thanks for listening to the I Love Kidmen podcast. Talk to you next time. This episode might be over, but the conversation is just getting started. Head over to the I Love Kidmen Facebook group and let's talk about your next steps in your kids' ministry journey.